welcome to the final episode of the Clear Head Calm Heart Podcast for 2023. Thank you so much for being here. And today we're just going to jump right in and we're talking about self-compassion. Self-compassion refers to the practice of treating yourself with kindness, with understanding and acceptance, especially during times of difficulty, failure, or when you feel like you've let yourself down or made huge mistakes, small or big. It involves extending the same care and compassion to yourself that you would naturally extend to a friend or a loved one when they were going through a hard time. And if you remember, episode nine was about cultivating inner safety, and this is one way that you can really start to develop that inner safety within yourself is self-compassion. It's such a simple tool and practice, but it makes a huge difference in your life. So today I want to focus on that. Self-compassion, it consists of three main components, and it's, this is defined by Kristen Neff, who is a leading researcher in the field. So the first component is self-kindness, it, which involves just what I mentioned, being understanding and gentle with yourself rather than critical and judgmental. Basically, instead of using harsh criticism when you make a mistake or when you're facing setbacks, you instead practice self-kindness, which encourages you to respond with more understanding and encouragement. Uh, The second component is common humanity. So you recognize that challenges, pain, and imperfections are just a part of the human experience. Instead of feeling isolated or alone in difficult situations, you can acknowledge that everyone encounters struggles and everyone makes mistakes. So this helps you foster a sense of shared humanity. And lastly, mindfulness, being aware of one's thoughts, feelings, and experiences without becoming overwhelmed by them. Mindfulness, as we've talked about in previous episodes, allow you to approach your feelings and experiences with an open and non-judgmental attitude. So you can accept your experiences without excessive attachment or avoidance, your experiences and emotions. So practicing self-compassion involves embracing these components and integrating them into daily life. It's about responding to yourself with warmth and understanding instead of excessive self-criticism and offering the same care and support that you would to a loved one. And I want to make it very clear that self-compassion is not about self-pity. It's not about self-indulgence. Instead, it's just a way to foster a healthier relationship with yourself to nurture emotional resilience, which will then enhance your overall well-being. There are various studies that have shown that self-compassion is associated with reduced levels of stress, anxiety, depression, and increased emotional resilience and satisfaction with life. So before, which we'll dive into the studies here in a bit, but first I want to talk about the negative impacts of self-criticism because a lot of us, I know for a long time, self-criticism was my own MO, modest operandi, and it's so harmful to our overall mental health and not just our mental health, but yeah, these are, I want to talk about some of the effects that it has. So self-criticism increases our stress and anxiety. Continuous self-criticism can lead to a heightened stress and anxiety levels. It triggers our body's stress response, which then lead to increased cortisol levels and prolonged feelings of anxiety. It can also also affect your self-esteem 
and it can cause you to have a negative self-image. It erodes self-esteem pretty much completely if you keep self-criticizing. You never feel good enough. And it can also lead to perfectionism. Self-criticism often drives perfectionistic tendencies. It's where you set unrealistically high standards for yourself and for others, actually. It it has an impact on relationships as well because the more critical you are of yourself, the more you start to project that onto other people. It can lead to avoidance behaviors because it's tied into the perfectionism where you start to not even take risks or put yourself out there because you have the sense of, oh, I won't be able to do it to the perfect degree or to the level of perfection that you want. So then it stops you from moving forward or taking any action at all. Instead, you start to avoid certain behaviors because you're scared of making mistakes. As I mentioned, it also impacts your relationships negatively, and it also has negative health, physical health implications. And I also want to mention that it's important to note that constructive self-reflection and healthy self-evaluation are different from harsh self-criticism. Constructive self-reflection involves acknowledging your mistakes or areas for improvement without excessively excessively blaming or demeaning yourself. Developing self-compassion and practicing self-kindness can counteract the negative implications of self-criticism, which will then foster a more positive and nurturing relationship with yourself, which then extends to a better relationship with your community and close relationships. So research in the field of psychology has shown that self-compassion practices such as self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness are associated with lower levels of stress, anxiety, depression, leading to improved overall mental well-being. There's a growing body of research that highlights the benefits of self-compassion. I wanted to share with you some notable studies and examples that illustrate this positive impact. So in 2013, there was a study conducted by Kristen Neff and Germer, which found that individuals practicing self-compassion experienced reduced levels and reduced levels of stress and lower levels of cortisol, the stress hormone compared to those that were self-critical. This highlights this physiological benefits of self-compassion and stress reduction for sure. There's also a study by, I can't pronounce this last name, but Sirois and Kittner in 2015 that highlighted that self-compassion was linked to greater resilience in the face of health-related stress. Individuals who practice self-compassion demonstrated a better adjustment to chronic health conditions and reported higher levels of well-being. And lastly, the last study that I want to share with you is that in educational settings, it's shown that fostering self-compassion also has some benefits. So a study by Bluth et al. in 2016 found that adolescents participating in self-compassion in a self-compassion program reported decreased symptoms of depression and anxiety and increased life satisfaction. So here are some practical tips and strategies that you can incorporate into your daily life to cultivate self-compassion. The first is practicing self-kindness. As I mentioned, treat yourself the way that you would treat someone that you love, a loving friend, your child, your best friend. Especially when facing challenges or setbacks, offer yourself words of encouragement and understanding. Replace self-critical thoughts with positive self-talk. And this is something that is so, so 
easy to do. I mean, I say easy, but it it takes a while to break the habit of negative self-talk, but it's something that's like so simple. That's the word I'm looking for. It's so simple, but it has such a transformative impact on your life and on your mental health. If you do this one thing, that'll already make a huge difference. Something else that you can do is cultivate mindfulness. So practice mindfulness meditation, set set aside a few minutes each day to focus on your breath or your body sensations, and just allow your thoughts and emotions to come and go without judgment. If you're curious about mindfulness, I have an episode, a podcast episode about it. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. But in that episode, I recommend a book called How to Train a Wild Elephant. That is a really, really great tool to use if you're just starting to dip your toes into mindfulness. You can definitely also practice meditation as well. So just sitting a few moments in silence, even if it's just for three deep breaths, watching your breath, staying attuned, and seeing if you can detach from the thoughts that are going through your mind, especially if they're negative, if they're full of negative self-talk. Whenever negative thoughts or self-criticism arise, just practice observing them without getting caught up in them. Just remind yourself that thoughts are not facts. Do not believe everything you think. And yeah, just keep practicing this. And over time, you'll start to identify and attach yourself less and less to all the chatter that goes on in, in the mind. Another thing that you can do to cultivate self-compassion or practice self-compassion is to recognize and remember our common humanity. So remind yourself that experiencing challenges, making mistakes, or feeling inadequate are literally and simply just a part of the human experience. You're not alone in your struggles. We all go through it. And the last tip I want to share, or the last tool I guess that you can do to practice self practice self-compassion is to use visualization techniques. So visualize yourself as a young child or visualize offering support and care to yourself as you would to someone you care deeply about or as you would to a young child. Um, It's kind of like an inner child meditation. I'm sure you can find something if you just pop that into the YouTube search bar or the Google search bar, inner child meditation. And it's not for some people. Some people feel like it's a little too out there, but it's been something that I've done from time to time and it definitely has made a difference in how I feel internally um, and how I relate to myself. So it's, it's worth giving it a shot, especially if you haven't. Ultimately, self-compassion has a profound impact on our well-being, a profound and positive impact, and it encompasses various aspects of mental, emotional, physical health, and these are just some of the ways that it improves your quality of life. As I mentioned, it it improves your mental health, so there's reduced stress, anxiety, and depression. You have enhanced emotional resilience. It'll increase your self-esteem and sense of self-worth, and it'll reduce your self-criticism and it'll help you in in personal growth because it'll help you embrace challenges rather than avoiding or shying away from opportunities that would be good for you. In summary, self-compassion involves treating yourself with kindness, acknowledging our shared human experience, and practicing mindfulness. So embracing self-compassion will improve your life in so many ways, like I just mentioned, and I'm sure there's a lot of other ways. So remember that self-compassion isn't about perfection, it's about progress and self-growth, so be patient and gentle with yourself as you start this journey. Small, Remember that small steps taken consistent, consistently can lead to significant positive changes over time, and 
as you infuse self-compassion into your daily routine, you're going to see how it influences your thoughts, your emotions, your interactions with yourself and others. And you'll see the truly transformative power that self-compassion has to nurture a kinder and more understanding relationship with yourself. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you so much for tuning into this whole series uh, that I've done in 2023. It's been really fun and I appreciate all the love and support that you have all shown. So thank you for every review, for every share, and just for every supportive comment and for every listen, of course. Thank you so much. And I hope that you have the best end to 2023 and I will see you all in 2024.